Welcome in to three, the harder way, aka the three man gel and weave, <laughs> aka I don't know how the, you put that in, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I had to put it in. Wasn't AKA, it the best big three since LeBron, D-Wade, and Bosch. And if you are here for football, golf, track, you're in the wrong spot. It is strictly sports, uh, that, not sports, strictly basketball, strictly hoops. This is all we doing. Uh, so if you don't know who I am, I am the walking bucket, instant offense, anytime you need me, savage. Up here, I got the coach on the sideline, taking them to school on and off the court. And when I say it's really shitty, it's really shitty. Got my guy Shitty. Shitty, what up? What's up, man? Um, what a privilege to be here, man, uh, with you, brother. Uh, like he said, I'm a coach on and off the court. Respect to Bill Russell. Yes, sir. Shout out to Bill Russell. Shout out to number six. Uh, over here, I got my guy, the sample man himself, your favorite DJ's favorite DJ. He lighting up one because it's after hours on a Sunday. My guy, Tev Shakir. Took what up? Savage, what's going on, brother? You know, it's been a minute since we've been able to get something together. We've been trying to get something yes, together, sir. and now we're finally here. Yep. It's Sunday. You know, I'm feeling OG-ish. We all feeling OG-ish. So, you know, this is one of them times where we're going to smoke talk hoops and, and give the people what they want. Yes, sir. This has been a long time in the making, like uh, like Tevin said. Uh, we've been talking about it, I feel like, for months <laughs> about doing something. Then, of course, me and Shidi, we've been talking about stuff as well. So I was like, let me just go ahead and just form Voltron right now and get my two guys here to talk about some uh, some basketball, man. So, Yo, and uh, if, everyone, if anyone picks up on that reference to Voltron, man, I'll send them like <laughs> 25 cents cash. Yeah, yeah. 25 cents? <laughs> I'm being... Because back in the day when Voltron was hopping... You yep. feel me? You could get a bag of chips for twenty. Well, they gonna charge you twenty five cent to send that. <laughs> that has nothing to do with me. I'm quarter. saying I'm gonna send the quarter. quarter. Send the quarter, brother. Look, you trying to get it today? You gotta wait two days because because of the uh, the you can't extra even charge. Put a Look, inflation. You can't even put a quarter in a bubble sheet no more. It's too long now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So this episode yeah. one or three the harder way. Um, and I gave the guys homework at the beginning of last week. So I know they will prepare for this. So uh, new NBA season's coming up. It's coming up, I want to say, like in either late September, early October, whichever day it is, we'll figure it out once the schedule comes out later this week. Um, and so I got an assignment for y'all. Um, and I'm going to do this on Twitter uh, as well, just to ask people who are listening to the podcast. But do not hold us to these predictions because this is not us predicting the season right now. We're just, you know, evaluating teams who did make the playoffs and who didn't make the playoffs last year and seeing who could slide into the playoffs uh, from the East and from the West as well, too. So what we did is we took two teams uh, from each conference, all three of us, and we said this team can make the playoffs because of X, Y, and Z, whether that's coaching changes, free agency, draft, trades, whatever. And then we also did the flip side of that is that these teams might not make the playoffs because of the trades, free agency, whatever they did in the offseason. Uh, so with that being said, guys, who or which conference do y'all want to do first? And who want to go first with, with their team? Well, I mean, let's do what the sun. Sunrise is the east and sets in the west. So you might as well start in the east and go west. Um, and, I mean, it don't matter who starts. Well, you, you spoke up, Shitty. Go ahead. East conference, just just give me give me one team that's, that you got that's going to make it. And then we'll just go – uh, you, Tuke, and then me. We'll just keep that that order going. Got you. Um, so starting the East, you said one team that I got making it into the playoffs this mm -hmm. upcoming season for sure, man. Um, and I'm not 
trying to be biased or anything. So people. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't add a team, that, a team that didn't make it last year. So I agree. And did make it last year. Right. They did make it last year. That's going to make it this year. Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, and again, not biased. People that don't know me know where I'm from. Um, but I, I think the Cleveland Cavaliers are in the playoffs next season, man. Them too. Uh, for sure. Um, you look at the Cavs, they were really, realistically, Jared Allen, a few games missed out um, from being in a better position for the playing scenario. Um, he did come back and play that last game in the play, and I believe, uh, but he wasn't as effective as he could have been with that throw. Um, but I look at that team, and I wonder what can happen with a healthy Garland and Sexton, or if they, or what they're going to do with Sexton, right? Are they going to trade Sexton, whatever? But without Sexton, this is where they ended up at, you know, the ninth seed, pretty much, um, looking into the playoffs. And again, Jared Allen was hurt towards the end of the season. I really believe full-heartedly that the Cavs will make it um, this upcoming season. Um, just based upon the roster, they also lost Rubio, right? Um, he was out for mm-hmm. part of the season, too. I think he's hurt um, going into next season, too. I think he had, like, a, yes. a ACL or something like that. Yes, but the good thing is he's not going to be gone during their kind of, like, playoff stretch, so to speak. Mm-hmm. They also talk about a team with the Cleveland Cavaliers. If you looked at their resume over the past two years, they spent some time at a top seed if not a top four speed seed, at least three weeks out of that season. Um, this is not something that happens very often uh, with Cleveland since uh, post-LeBron, so to speak, or even pre-LeBron. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think the Cavs are definitely a team. They're hungry, they're young. Um, and if you don't have anything to say good about them, you gotta look at Evan Mobley. Uh, yes. That kid from USC yes, sir. is when I say a dog, a dog. I think and I they get his brother too. They get his brother. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if one is good, twice is nice, right? Um, and I, I really, when I watched Evan Mobley play, I think it was one game with USC, the first game of their season two years ago. And I think I texted our group chat, say, "Hey, look out for this kid." And lo and behold, he's putting up about seventeen and seven, eight. Um, a night man, and that's a kid that's going to continue to grow and prosper um, in Cleveland. Him and Garland together are going to make some noise, and they're going to keep Jared Allen to protect the rim. Um, so, give me the Cavs. My first team that did not make the playoffs last season, but it's going to definitely be in this upcoming season. I don't know if you had Cleveland too. Did you have did you had Cleveland as well? Mm-hmm. Oh, we can talk about Cleveland. Then. We all had Cleveland. <laughs> I definitely had Cleveland too. Uh, one thing that that was real underrated right last season and. For a Grizz fan, it kind of hurt me was the fact that they actually have Rajon Rondo on the bench. Mm-hmm. You know, that's literally a second coach. And we saw, you know, Garland literally turn up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He, the fact that Sexton wasn't playing either, he literally had the ball and coach told him, I right, go. And we saw a beautiful basketball player be born in the Darius Garland. Um, first time All-Star, definitely expect him to be one too. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely expect the Cavs to make the All-Star, um, not the All-Star team, the, the, uh, the playoffs for the simple fact that Kevin Love actually smiled while he was playing basketball too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think chemistry is best of time. You know what I'm saying? Me, you're going to hear a lot on this podcast on how I like chemistry. You know, the, mm-hmm. the chemistry was there. They looked like they were having a good time playing ball with each other. Um, you hit the nail right on the coffin uh, with, 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 with Mobley. You know, as a Grizz fan as well, you want to see that dog that he already had in a player like Jaron Jackson. We'll talk a lot more about him on this pod. But you see a dog in, in Evan Mobley already. He's, you know, damn near seven feet that can do everything. Him and Garland are team uh, players you can build around. Sex and missing, of course. Um, but I think that the way that the Cavs are set up, you might as well go ahead and give Garland the keys and let him roll too. 
Um, I don't expect Sexton to sign, re-sign with them, but I do want them to bring some kind mm. of veteran point guard in because, like I said, Ricky Rubio um, is hurt, and that does matter. That does mean something because Ricky Rubio is still a pretty good player. Outside of that, you got top to bottom, Carol Silvert. You know, Gerald Silvert cousin is still hooping, you know, another <laughs> offseason of being healthy, and you had him at all-star level as well. So you have a really young, a really good young Cleveland Cavs uh, basketball team that I'm excited to actually watch play basketball next season. I forget hey. that he. I forget that he was Gerald Levert's cousin. <laughs> that makes a lot more. But you know what's crazy though? If he sta- if 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 Sexton stays, they can have LSG because you can't you can't uh, Levert right Sexton go. <laughs> Sorry, right now. some old heads real. <laughs> but I had I had Cleveland as well, man. Um, Cleveland has the unique problem. Uh, similar to uh, the Grizzlies and the Warriors, where like you just have too many good players, and at some point you got to make a move to 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 prioritize your main people. And in my opinion, it is Garland, it is um, Mobley, it is um, what's that? Uh, Jared Allen, uh, because Karis Avert, I'm like, eh, is he gonna stay? Is he gonna play? I don't know. He gets hurt a lot. They did draft um, Akbaji out of Kansas, who could be Karis Avert insurance. Uh, like like you mentioned, they had uh, Rubio. Uh, they they brought in uh, Raul Nato as another point guard option for them. And I just think Cleveland, they should have made it last year. Literally, they were a top four seed for most of the season. Uh, shout out to J.B. Bickerstaff, the coach who was with members for a little bit uh, before going on to Cleveland. Um, I just feel like they should have made it last year, and they're good enough to make it this year. They can legit have two or three all-stars next year if these players reach their potential because Mobley I think is an all-star in the making Jerry Allen literally is like a walking double double at all times Darius Garland he's going to continue to improve I mean I don't know if people remember Darius Garland because he didn't play that much in college dude get buckets man like dude he has like a dog mentality to the point where you don't necessarily need Sexton but I, as you mentioned too about him not re-signing with Cleveland I think he will because I don't know if anybody's going to pay him that money it's been a long time since anybody has talked about Sexton uh, as far yeah. as other teams, he doesn't have a qualifying offer with Cleveland, so he might just have to stick with Cleveland for one year or, or however long it needs to be. Uh, but would, I, you, if, would, you, would you put him on a bench and have him coming off the bench? Oh, yes, he has no choice. Absolutely. I just want to make that Brooklyn Nets game from a couple years ago. That's all I need to see. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and if I'm him, I'm like, look, this is gonna be a top four team in the East, probably. Uh, I can be, I can get 20 points off the bench as long as JB said, hey, I'm going to sit you on the bench, but when you in the game, do you. That's 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 cool with me. Uh, so uh, give me the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, they've surprisingly uh, been consistent since LeBron has left. They had like a progressive growth. Uh, and that's even since uh, Griffin, I think David Griffin was named, he left and went to the Pelicans. It's the moment he left, they just started making smart decisions. Yes. And, and if I'm LeBron, yeah. I'm like, hey, in about two years, I might, I might pull up one more time, <laughs> pull up one more time in Ohio, just, just to be sure that everything is everything. You know. So yeah, we all had Cleveland as, as, a, as a team in the East. I think that was a pretty, a pretty easy one uh, for a team that's making it. So let's put the other side of the coin. What's the team that's that made it last year that might not make it? Uh, start with Sheedy. Oh man, um, staying out east, going east coast, man. I, I this net situation is very sticky to me. Mm. Um, and and I'm gonna say that they're not in the playoffs. Mm. And the crazy thing is, even though I say that, and as I say that again out loud for like the 45th time, 
if this team has Durant, they may make the playoffs. But if they have Kyrie, ain't happening. Um, but again, I just, I don't believe um, that the Nets make the playoffs this upcoming season. I, the reason why I say that is because you mentioned, we mentioned the Cavs already. You got the Heat, the Celtics, Bucks, 76ers. That's five teams right there. The Raptors and Bulls, to me, got better um, because they either were missing players uh, from the previous year or you've seen the advancement of my, my guy, Scotty Barnes. <laughs> nice. You're talking about a walking bucket. You're talking about a lockdown defender. Yeah. Scotty Barnes is continuing to elevate his game defensively. And when he gets his offense figured out, scary. Um, and so to me, I, I think the Nets are not going to make it. And I think also there's a situation happening in the coaching staff and ownership along with Durant. So that all that, when you talk about the best player on your team, that alignment is just not there for me right now. So as it stands today, I'm going to say that the Nets are one team that will not make it this upcoming season. And that was very hard for me to decide upon. Um, and I also want to say this before I pass it over uh, to Toot, man, I am never, ever, ever, and I've never went against Durant, ever. Durant will go down as quite possibly the greatest scorer on all three levels that we've ever had a chance to see. His name is Easy Money Sniper for a reason. Um, but I just don't think he is enjoying, to your point about enjoying Kevin Love in Cleveland, Kevin Durant's not enjoying himself in Brooklyn. Um, Kevin Durant's been spending time with, I don't know, James Harden. He's been spending time away from the team, so to speak. So there's not that chemistry. So like I said, without Durant there, a Kyrie-led team, was last time a Kyrie-led team made the playoffs again, fellas? Mm, they happen. So, but a Durant-led team has made the playoffs. But again, I just don't see that alignment happening right now. I'm curious to know what two got to say about that, because... I, I got a lot to say about it, but we're talking about because on this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, I'm probably the biggest Kevin Durant fan. You probably don't. You are. <laughs> you are. Reply, honestly, for me to reply to Sheedy's response, that's a whole other topic that I hope we talk about before the end of this podcast. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to leave that one right there. But because it, at the beginning of the summer, I said Kevin Durant and Kyrie ain't going nowhere. I'm going to stick to my guns until it happens. You know, that's part of the new media. That's how I feel, too. I feel like they're going to stick it out. That's a, that's a new media salute there. It's like, I'm going to hold my guns until I'm, I'm out. Um, So I do expect Kevin Durant and Kyrie and Ben Simmons to play. I guess we'll talk about that another day. <laughs> but if they do play, I think you're looking at a Nets team from top to bottom. It's the, be the best roster in the East, in my opinion, if they play, if healthy. So I expect them to make the playoffs. But this is no shot. Because I love this. I love everything that you said about the Raptors. But if we got the Cavs making it, it's because that they're a better team than the Raptors, I think. I think in the Eastern Conference, that's kind of where we're going to get to because the, 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 the Raptors are still a fairly young team. Mm -hmm. uh, they still got some going to do. But I love the I love Scotty Barnes. I love him. I, I love him to death. I love everything that they got going on over there. But like I said, if we got the Cavs making it, somebody got a dip. And I think it may be the Raptors. How they kind of like young teams trying to trying to trying to come up. I got the Raptors as well, and I feel like I'm not throwing any shots to the Raptors because I like some little Scotty Barnes, little Gary Trent Jr., uh, uh, Spicy P, Fred Van Vliet. 
Um, I think what they're going to realize is, is if they don't get Kevin Durant, because they're trying to get better, there's, there's smoke around Kevin Durant going to Toronto, you know, Drake connection, all of that. Like something, I mean, we all know something going on with Kevin Durant, obviously. And Toronto is trying to get better. If they cannot get better, I think at some point during the season, they'll realize we've reached our ceiling with, with Van Vliet, who y'all know I love Fred Van Vliet. That's, that's the Hall of Fame Fred Van Vliet. I always, I always say that. Uh, I love Van Vliet. I love Spicy P. But I feel like they're going to reach their ceiling. And what they are going to see, as, as Sheedy mentioned, is that Scotty Barnes is that dude. And what do you do when you get that dude? Unlock him and remove everybody else that need the ball. Uh, like Spicy P, filtration, first-round draft picks. Uh, Fred Van Vliet, you were all-star player last year, first-time all-star. Trade you for draft picks. And let Scotty Barnes develop on his own to be that that primary score. And then at some point in the in the draft, uh, I don't know if y'all know about Scoot Henderson. I don't know if y'all know about um, Wimbon Yama from overseas, from France. Get them draft picks and figure out some way. Like, hey, we might can move these lottery balls around in order for us to get a, a top pick to put with Scotty Barnes for the future. So I think at some point um, they may say, okay, we might not be as good as we think we are. Trade these these all stars, get picks back and take a step back this year in order to take a couple steps forward uh, in the future. So, like Tu said, I get, I get the Raptors as well as a potential team that might not make the playoffs at all next year. But they'll, they'll still be a good team. They're going to be competitive, but uh, it's a, it's a log jam at, at the top, man. It's, it's tough. Somebody got to get out. <laughs> Somebody got to get out. Like I said, if you ask me to pick between the Cavs and the, the Raptors next year, mm-hmm. I, I kind of got to go with the Cavs. Yeah. I respect, yeah, definitely. All right, team that's going to be in there. Last team that's going to be in. Last team in, man. Um, oh, Lord have mercy. I, and taking this team, man. So this team, I think um, they're going to get better on their own, so to speak, because there weren't that many trades or deals that really happened um, for teams in the Eastern Conference that did not make the playoffs um, to get better. You know I mean? You're talking about teams that didn't make the playoffs. Cavs, Hornets, Knicks, Wizards, Pacers, Pistons, and Magic. Um, you know, there wasn't a lot of traction to star talent that went there. Um, but to me, I think another team to look out for to make the playoffs this upcoming season will be the Washington Wizards. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Bradley Beal. Uh, Bradley Beal's going to be about 30 plus. Um, I, I'm still waiting on Kuzma to show up. Um, <laughs> but I think maybe, you know, he's finding himself a little bit more on Washington. Who knows? Um, who else is trying to find himself? It's KP um, out there. So contract year. Yeah. So I mean, he's he he left Dallas because he wanted to be number one. You're still not number one with the Wizards. Um, but how can you, to your point, contract year? How do you prove yourself as being number one um, and one is staying healthy? Um, but I got the Wizards um, not in like a top four, top six. They're going to be in a playing scenario. And I just think they're going to win at least one game. Um, so that would mean they're in the seventh or eighth um, to get there. If they're in a nine, 10 situation, I think it's a little more challenging for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they would have to be the eighth um, for me. And I got, like I said, I got the Wizards. You never know what's going to happen, fellas. Yeah. Um, we never know what trades are going to happen, what injuries are going to happen, mm-hmm. you know, what's going to occur. So I, I picked the Wizards, man. They're the, the one team that didn't make it last season besides the Cavs that I think can make some traction. Um, but I'm pretty confident I know where Toop's going to go. And if he's if he is saying exactly what I think so, <laughs> I'm going to give him a thumbs up. Did you have Washington, uh, Toop? I did. 
We all here watching. Look at us on the same page. Look at yeah, this. I, I, I actually did because literally everything. I do my research, brother. I do. That's one thing you don't find out about this. I do my research. You know what I'm saying? And Bradley Bill, he only played 40 games last season. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, KP, we talk about his health. He only played 17. Um, so they end up getting, you know, um, Harold, and he ended up being a pretty, pretty, pretty good fit for them as well as you know getting up and down the court. Um, and they end up trade. They end up trading for uh, they got the homie Will Barnes, the U of M homie mm-hmm. Will Barnes. So shout out! I to love him. that move. Love it. Um, Kyle Kuzma, you want you said you want him to come into his own. He averaged seventeen points a game last season, which wasn't too bad. And opinion. get boards too. He get them rebounds. And he looked and he. If you go and look and, and watch the Draymond Green podcast, he actually talked about his evolution as a player overall. And I I kind of saw that. So I'm. If it's a player we're talking about that may be an all-star next season, I think Kyle Kuzma will be there, especially if we do get that. If he's a if he's a B option, I can see him being an all-star or at least putting up all-star numbers next season. But Brad Bill coming back, we know exactly what and what what Brad Bill gonna do. He's gonna put up a bucket. He's underrated on defense, mm-hmm. and at this point, I think you got a collection of players who just want to win. Win, right? I got you. So I, I think the Washington Wizards. I think they're gonna be a top five team if healthy. They're gonna be a top five team. I don't see them in the play-in at all, honestly. Um, they're they're that good. They're that good from a roster. You got a, a bunch of young players as well. That once it all gets together and, and mesh, it, we we were looking at some Monte Morris as well as another great addition. Yep. Very yeah, underrated. from the player. Nuggets. My goodness. He comes yeah. start on this thing because we talk about how he's been waiting for that. He's been waiting for that. Gonna need that shadow. <laughs> we need that. We need that. But we talk about this. We just have the importance of Tyus Jones. You know who had one of the best? He had the best assisted uh, turnover ratio behind him was Monte Morris. Mm-hmm. He knows how to get the players the ball. He's gonna be starting, and I'm expecting to see him, you know, become a better player as well. So you get a whole bunch of young players that want to win together. I think that's what's gonna happen. I'm just hoping that they stay healthy to do it. Who do you want me to pick, Oshini? Yeah, well, I'm answering in a minute, but okay. what we talk about with Kuzma was also because there was no spotlight for him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't have to be underneath. A shadow of a Bradley Bill or anyone else, and I and I, I enjoy that time as well. Um, I thought you'd pick the Hornets, to be honest. I thought you would. Oh, they got too much going on, bro. Yeah, I, I <laughs> not, feel not, you. Not, not yet, yeah, not yet. Yeah, because Bridge is gonna be a failed, hit. They failed to get a big man. Like what the hell? They they drafted they drafted uh the guy from Duke though. Nah, we got the homie from Memphis that would have been a much better pick, and they had him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kevin <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was literally in their hands. That, they was, said, nah, that was live city right there for, for After Mello. that, I said, nah, I'm good because the Hornets <laughs> don't know what the hell they just did. That's mm-hmm. literally the White Howard for them. I'm not saying he's the White Howard, but the numbers that the White Howard Body put is up there. Get the body for it. Uh, yeah. Melo is going to get you that basketball. Melo's yeah, going to get is. you that basketball. But you let him go. And Mal Briz has got his whole thing dealing, you know, off the court issues. Yeah. So it's it's all weird for him, bro. Yeah, yeah it's a wrap for them. So I, 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 I feel like I'm gonna it. Uh, going back to the Wizards, Kuzma amongst the qualified players, because as far as like the games play, he led the Wizards in points, rebounds, and assists. So that's just Kuzma to like, hey man, I'm finna, I'm finna cook. Uh, people forget the Wizards were like the number one seed for like early part of the season until you know basketball got a little bit real. Uh, but I feel like there, there, there was some truth to them actually being a cohesive team. Uh, and I also believe in good basketball uh, juju because of Bradley Bill signing uh, with Washington, being loyal to the team. Uh, sound crazy, but I just think that there's going to be some some type of good, some good vibes for uh, Washington. And what's more is that this says a lot about Washington as a, as a franchise. Like, that, like they want to play for that team. 
Uh, Kuzma thriving there. Uh, Bill, you know, I think Bill's just like, I'm, I'm the man now because John Wall <laughs> ain't there anymore. Um, so, yeah, I, I had Washington uh, as, a, as a good option. They did draft Johnny Davis out of, out of Wisconsin, uh, basically to replace KCP, similar type of player, say, yeah. 3 uh, they got DeLon Wright as well, former Grizzly, who's a who can be a, a walking triple double if he's allowed to play. But again, Monte Morris is there. Um, uh, yeah, uh, KP is on a, a player option, so he has the motivation to play well. And if he don't, they don't get him up out of there. But I, I, I think that KP, uh, he averaged, I think, like 20 something a game. Like, dude can score, he just he got a score from the from the inside, he think he a, a guard and he's seven foot three. Like, nah, I need to get your ass in the paint <laughs> and score because you are literally a right foot taller than most of these players. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I, th- I think that Washington will. I think they actually will. Like, you can you can book this for me. Like, I think Washington will make the playoffs just because Bradley Bill he got paid. Now you got to play. I can't pay you and you doing that John Wall miss. You got nah. You got to play, my guy. Yeah, come out here and play. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got a question for y'all, man, because we got to definitely got to salute, man. We got a general manager in Washington, I guess an owner really, who don't mind playing players, right? Mm-hmm. So salute to him. But what did why, why do y'all think it's such an issue for a basketball player to want to make fifty to sixty million dollars a year playing basketball rather than go chase a ring? Like, what what's y'all opinion on that? Um, I think I'll start and then, of course, y'all can take over. I think the the image of who you are after basketball, right? Not like the money that you make. Are you rich? Are you poor? Are you broke? Like Latrell Spiro, I've seen this broke, but he was a great basketball player during his time. And he didn't chase, quote unquote, the money or so to speak, or he didn't get enough money, so to speak, but he didn't get any rings, right? Um, and I think a lot of times we, we say Michael Jordan is the greatest. Why? Because he's got six rings. He's undefeated in the finals. And I think that's one of the reasons why some players will chase rings over uh, a Damian Lillard, who's going to get the money by staying in Portland. Uh, Steph, Curry. Big shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Steph Curry, who's going to stay and go. So like players in that, in that era of basketball is also kind of dead. You don't have the, the Dirk Nowitzki's or the, the Kobe Bryant's or the Tim Duncan's that stay on their team until they retire. Um, it, it's kind of unsaid and untold, but they also, the players I just mentioned, won rings for those champions for those teams too. Mm-hmm. So I think if you see that I'm getting 50, 60 million a season, and eventually I will, to Savage's point, eventually he's, they're going to compete for a ring. That's the hope and the goal, even if I'm getting 50 million. Um, but in the interim time, I don't see that right now. Microwave society. So let me go ahead and, and hop on a Golden State bandwagon, a Miami bandwagon, a whatever bandwagon, so I can get as close to the ring as possible. I want to smell. I want to feel it. Um, besides grinding for it and getting what I need, like I'm a, like how Dirk, I mean not Dirk, how um, Giannis did with Milwaukee. Yeah, I. Um... I, I, I don't I don't care. Like, look, man, get paid. Young Dolph, recipes, long live Dolph. Get paid, man. Like $60 million for Damian Lillard. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, I understand. Rule number one. <laughs> get the money. Rule number two. Don't, don't forget, forget to get the money. <laughs> Damian Lillard did I, not if forget. If people understood that, it would be a better place. Recipes, uh, though. For sure. Uh, but, like, uh, I think another good example of a guy who – where where like the money doesn't necessarily matter, but I think you're so you're so good of a player that regardless of what amount you get, you're going to do well. Is that's Chris Paul, man? Like I people hate Chris Paul. I don't know why. 
Uh, but Chris Paul is a hooper. Like, wherever Chris Paul has went, that team has made the playoffs. It can be the Hornets. It can be the Clippers. It can be the Thunder. It can be the Suns in the finals last year. And so nobody was picking the I, I definitely wasn't. Was picking the Suns go to the finals prior to Chris Paul going there. I thought they're going to be a nice team, you know, but I wasn't expecting Booker to become a legit all-star. Y'all know how I feel about Aiden. <laughs> so Chris Paul, in my opinion, was the engine behind that. And he didn't go to like a, a ready-made situation per se, but he went there and he made that team better by going through the grind. That's fine with me. It's fine with me if you want to go to Oklahoma City and play hard, make the six seed. I'm cool with that because Chris Paul, he is stamped. That's that's the point guard for a reason. Same on the, on the other side of the coin, I'm fine with Damian Lillard. Like, hey, man, I'm saying where I'm at, give me 60 M's. <laughs> I go buy me a ring. I go get married and give her a ring. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't look. And at some point, I think like Portland, for example, they will be competitive just because they they're a good organization. They develop their players well. Uh, but look, you you are one injury away. <laughs> you are literally one injury away. That happened with Anthony Davis. He got hurt last year. Really, he's been hurt for the last two years. But best believe he said, I'm signing with the Pelicans and getting that money. And then y'all can trade me after I sign my money. <laughs> so get your money and don't don't try to you know run to get the ring and then mess around you get hurt and then you no money no ring got to get something <laughs> and the money if the money is guaranteed in your hand one in the hands better than two in the bush so <laughs> all right uh last team that's not making the playoffs uh out in the east Yo, that's this one's hard, man. Um, this one was was challenging because of the teams I've already mentioned. Um, and there's some teams I think we can agree to disagree about. Um, but a team that did make the playoffs, I don't expect to make the playoffs this upcoming season. Um, man, I, I actually, to your point about earlier, right? Cavs or Raptors, right? Mm -hmm. These two teams are the two teams I was struggling with, like, who's going to be in, who's going to be out. If I expect the Hawks, uh -oh. <laughs> I expect the Hawks to do well and do better, then some team has to be eliminated out. And the one team I think I'm going to eliminate out um, or I have eliminated out is actually going to be the Chicago Bulls. Um, I'm going to take the Bulls Dude, did out. Did you just take my whole I think you just Woo! took my whole list. <laughs> um, and the reason I say that is Whoa. the Bulls won games or DeMar DeRozan did really well against teams that were not on the level of Chicago or lower. Mm -hmm. um, that's when he did well. When he saw playoff type contention teams, he wasn't as he wasn't MVP, right? Um, we had ramped him up to be MVP, MVP candidate, at least top five. Then it was just like, man, when the when it started in the ground, it just wasn't him not going to be wrong. No, Zach Levine's coming back. You got Bucci in the paint. Lonzo. You got Lonzo coming back. Caruso. I um, mean, Caruso. Like, that's I, I didn't have Chicago, y'all. I didn't have Chicago. I, Chicago's yeah, not on the list. He's down too. It wasn't me. Yeah. Chicago's going to be in it for me. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to eliminate them because, again, it, out of somebody's got to get out. Go. And, I, and I cannot, I, I, I believe in the Raptors. I don't know why. Call me crazy, uh, but I believe in the Raptors more than the Bulls, and I, for damn sure, 
believe in what DJ Murray has been doing with the Spurs to the Hawks. I mean, if you look at the Spurs, name me at least three other players off the Spurs lineup, um, and you're not going to be able to. And this still was a team ran by DJ Murray that still was in a playing scenario. Now you're giving him Trey Young, John Collins, and some other weapons around him. Yeah. And I believe, again, I got to choose between the two. I'm going to choose the Hawks. Bibles. And I ain't BSing either. <laughs> Literally, the, my, my, my sentiments, right? Like the Hawks, like getting Jontae Murray, that's the best move the Hawks could have made, right? People may understand, oh, it's going to take the ball out of Trey Young and blah, blah, blah. Basketball-wise, for me, there's somebody to play 2K, honestly. When I was playing with the Warriors, my favorite lineup was when I had Sean Livingston at point and Steph mm-hmm. Curry off ball because you got a sniper ready, lock and loaded that can literally shoot anywhere on the court. And you got a Jonte Murray who's a bucket mm-hmm. who, and it's not going to mind getting Murray the ball. Like, it's, man, look, that the Hawks are going to be one of the most exciting teams to play. I definitely got them in the playoffs for sure. But for a team that I don't have bulls, like I just said, for your sentiments, exactly. Are they going to stay healthy for one, for two, is DeMar DeRozan going to continue to be superhero, Superman, like he was last year, which I honestly don't expect because I expect the Eastern Conference to be better. Um, and number three, did you kind of correct your inside defense? You know what I'm saying? Vooch, I'm attacking him all game. All day. You know <laughs> all saying? day. I think, I think they had Tristan Thompson, but he, he damn near 35. They got Drummond. Drummond there. Yeah. Drummond. Drummond. Played what on his sixth team in like three seasons? <laughs> Drummond like, everywhere, yeah. man. I'm sick exactly. of him. Bro. Exactly. So I'm like, did you really co- correct the issue that you've had for the last two years? And no, you didn't. So mm. it, 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 I love, the, I like the Bulls. Shout out to, 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 um, Zach Levine for getting his money, but I mean, are they going? Are, are they a better team than than Washington if healthy? Nah. Are they a better team than than the Cavs right now? Nah. Are they a better teams than the Raptors right now? Nah, I'm probably not. So I, I got to kick the Bulls out. But who who you got, Savage? I can't wait to hear this one. <laughs> I'm I'm right here with it. I got to hear it. Well, here's the thing about the Bulls, right? I, like the Bulls are gonna be your quintessential. That's as vocab with Savage for y'all. Quintessential regular season team. Demar Derozan is your he is your main guy. If you just gotta win one game in a in a series, they are gonna figure him out. I'm about to just double him. We's gonna we gonna we gonna, we gonna double him. We ain't we're, uh-uh, we cutting it off. Uh, I. <laughs> I do not know how I feel about DeJounte Murray on the Hawks. I just, I, I, I don't it's know. Be beautiful, brother. Trust I don't, me. I, Trust I, me. I, when I, have I ever led you wrong? When have I ever led you wrong? You got time? <laughs> <laughs> you got time? <laughs> you got time? <laughs> so here's, here's the thing about the Hawks. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, as a player, I love DeJounte Murray. Like, I love him. He, I love, like, how he plays. He's a hard player, played defense. He was, he was all, I think he was first team all defense a couple years ago. He was in the running for like defense player of the year at some point. He walking triple double. I think he was he like leading the league in like at least number two in assists, something like that. And like, dude, he his usage probably is out of the out of the gym, along with Trey Young. So I feel like there's there should be some level of equaling out for the both of them to play together. Um NBA players are professionals. I know it's the whole one ball thing. They'll figure it out. I think they'll figure it out. But my worry is that it'll be too late when they figure it out. And they'll be in that like eight, nine, 10 range. That's fair. 
and then you in a one game series with DeMar DeRozan and you got to play him. <laughs> and that's the guy that you want in a one game series. DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, hopefully Lonzo is healthy because Lonzo changes the game for Chicago. I think they were number, they were number one seed, I think, at some point with, with, with yeah. Lonzo. So yeah. hopefully he stay healthy. I'm going to assume he stay healthy. But I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking at the Hawks division. Sheedy, you in that division? Miami yes, in that division? Are. You know what I'm saying? Washington mm-hmm. is in that division. And I'm like, hmm, Washington has some some uh, some stability in terms of like players have played together last year. And so they're playing together again this year. That's consistency. And we know this is LBR media is key. Consistency is key <laughs> for Washington. <laughs> so I'm looking at those two teams. I'm like, they probably be better than than the Hawks. Just, just my just my opinion. Charlotte could be a tough out, depending on how they develop. Uh Lamelo was an all-star last year. I'm assuming he's gonna develop. Uh, they drafted Big Man out of Duke. I'm assuming he's going to be okay. Um, Terry Rozier is a bucket. He's in his right role as an off-guard, off uh, off-ball player for Charlotte. I think Charlotte will be on the outside looking in as far as, like, the play-in area, but they're going to be a tough out. And then I'm looking at Orlando. I'm looking at Palo Bancaro. Oh. I'm looking at Orlando. Like, I'm not well, ready to say they're a yeah. playoff team yet. Oh, I know you're not. I know you I'm I ain't looking, enough crack in the world. <laughs> ain't enough crack in the world. But I'm looking at Palo Bancaro like, hmm, that's 6'11. That's 6'11, and he's scoring everywhere easily. Look, the Magic got a lot of young pieces. That, yeah, I mean, they could they could they can make some no pun they intended. Young, they young, but, but they, 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 they can make cohesive. Magic, no pun intended. <laughs> they cohesive <laughs> like Wendell Carter. I don't know about Jonathan Isaac. I don't know. I don't know. Jonathan Isaac, Markel, oh, Markel Fultz, Cole Anthony, uh, Jalen Suggs. Like, they got a lot of the guards. Boy. They got a lot of guards, but I feel like something. The they, they, play well the they play well together. They play well together. Yes. They play well together. I'm not saying they're better than yeah. Atlanta, but I, I feel like there's going to be some type of beating each other up. Like NFC East, where everybody's just like mid. And then at some point, somebody rises to the top towards the end of the season. So I feel like you can run into an issue where Everybody has like the similar record, and they the Hawks are like a game out of like eighth, ninth to where you're in a position where you got to win two games to make the playoffs. Uh, so I, it's not a strong feeling, but I got the Hawks, man. I I don't, I'm kind of iffy. I'm just like eh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like the next year, if they have a year together, will be much much better than this upcoming year. But I think it takes time. It, it took LeBron, D Wade, them time. To, to get it right. I mean, they made the finals first year, but like it took them time to say, okay, I understand. Uh, people forget they started off rough. Their first, their first season oh, was rough. Sir. It was like yeah. nine and seven. It was bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it took them a while to get together, mm-hmm. but I don't see LeBron, D Wade, or Bosch on the Atlanta Hawks. So I think they're going to no. struggle a little bit to start. Good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Good. So yeah, but Chicago, nah, man. Chicago, they making that. Y'all know that. Come on. That's, that's a regular uh-huh. season team. That's a regular season team. We'll see. Like the Rockets <laughs> and James Harden? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then they get, they get the yips in the playoffs, and that's, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> All right, so we can reverse the order for the West, and I will say um, the team that I have that didn't make it last year and are going to make it this year, I'm just going to be the Clippers because I think Kawhi got to play at some point. <laughs> Kawhi got to play. Paul George got to play. Uh, Ty Lue is a, is a good coach. You can borderline great coach because I feel like every time they're like close to the playoffs or they're in the playoffs without their main players, they still play well. They still play good def- defensively. They got Norman Powell, uh, Evitz's uh, Zubots from the, uh, from the Lakers a couple years ago. Um, they just have a team that just knows how to win. And I think that means a lot once you get 
your actual superstar players to play. And Kawhi, I can't remember last I seen Kawhi, but Kawhi's still that dude for me. Like when Kawhi was with Toronto, I said he's the best player in the NBA. Cause I mean, he blocking shots with his middle finger. He's scoring, at, <laughs> he's scoring at will when he wants to. Um, that's that's Kawhi. Kawhi is just about 31 years old. He's still in the prime of his career. Paul George is great as a secondary option. We've seen him as a number one option a little bit, and they were, and he was halfway decent. Well, not even halfway. He was way better than decent uh, in that option. So I feel like if they just get their players back and they play for like, give me like 58 games, uh, Kawhi. Just give me 58 games. Just just play basketball uh, for more than half the season, and the Clippers should make the playoffs easily. Like easily, it should not be a problem to make playoffs. I said the same thing. I say give me 50 games, uh, Savage. Yeah, I, I take 50. Give me, give, me 50 give, me 50. give me 50. Give me 50 games. You give me 50 games and you're not in the play-in. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you're Kawhi Leonard. Like, and that, that this is a Clippers team that's loaded and ready to go. And what I mean by that is the way we're seeing basketball now, we saw in the NBA Finals, the Celtics, how they got a bunch of wings together and was like, go do your thing. That's mm-hmm. literally what the Clippers are doing right now. Only their wings are defensively hell of a lot better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With Paul George, you got uh, Covington out there. You got uh, Powell who's doing John Wall is, is there now? <laughs> Hello? Like, for the come long. on, uh, And then Reggie Jackson, we're seeing, we're seeing hit. We didn't know what Reggie Jackson was going to do. We didn't know, no, a few years ago, we didn't know if he was going to still be in the league. And now I think he's found a team and, you know, a coach that likes what he does. Um, so I would like for the Clippers to get like a facilitator point guard. Of course, that's just me, you know, somebody that'll facilitate once Kawhi and everybody get healthy to get them the ball and Reggie off the bench for sure to let them do his thing. But Tyloo is doing his thing for sure. Um, this would be a top three team in the Western Conference if Kawhi even give us 50 games. Just a contender. So, uh, They'd be a title contender if they just, yeah. Yeah, just be healthy. They, they <laughs> are. <laughs> as, a, as, as a bandwagon Warriors fan that I am, they're the team that I'm like, damn, we got to see them in the future. Mm-hmm. But I'll be. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah, um, it's a full sweep here. Um, definitely want to say that team in LA that didn't. Well, they're in a playing scenario, right? Um, and they lost that first game, right? And um, that Paul George did play um, that first game, and then south the second game. I think they saw themselves as a better two versus seven as opposed to one versus eight. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, there is not enough credit stated for Mr. I got crossed over for a three-point shot coach as Toronto <laughs> has done. Um, it's so much about, you know, the step over, right, uh, that Iverson did to him. But people don't really talk about how he does X's and O's so well. This team was in a planned scenario without the, we could say a top four player if one fully healthy in the league and you have Paul George, who's your second best option, who was out for a significant amount of games and was playing hurt even when he was playing and they still made it in the West mm-hmm. to be a game away. There's not enough said about him. Um, and so I, I, I see nothing more than you, you literally, <laughs> you get three players <laughs> essentially um, with Kawhi, John Wall and Paul George coming back this offseason, and to your point... How the hell are we thinking about John Wall? How are we thinking about John Wall? Like, come on, man. John Wall is yeah. a third option with Paul George and, and Kawhi. I'll take that all day. Like All day. If Somebody, John Wall can just be locked in defensively, because he was a great defensive player. He still can be. But I'm, you telling him to guard the third option? <laughs> and, I can, and, and Kawhi and, and PG can guard your main, too? 
I mean, I took that all day long. Yeah, what we're talking about, we're talking about, to your point, a championship contender. We're talking about someone that's contending for the Western Conference finals, if not the finals themselves. So give me Clippers back in um, to the playoffs this upcoming yeah. season. So Kawhi didn't even play last year, of course, and Paul George only played 31 games. And they, like, we saw where they were at <laughs> when Paul George played 31 games and Kawhi played zero. If, if, if Kawhi plays 10 games, this is, this is different. <laughs> this is literally different. So, uh, yeah, we all had a clean sleep with the, uh, the Clippers. I think we have a, a, a clean sweep here as well with the team that made it last year and uh, not making uh, next year, and that's the Utah Jazz. I, I, I mean, first of, <laughs> first of all, first of all, I blame them for Kevin Durant not getting traded because how the hell you get five first round picks for for Rudy Gobert? That that don't make no damn sense for one. For two, them trash ass uniforms. I don't. <laughs> you don't deserve to make no playoffs till y'all figure out what the hell y'all doing with y'all uniforms, man. Like go back to the mountain junts. Uh, go back to the D wheel, just the powder blue and the dark blue with the boozer and Paul. The boozer? Yes. <laughs> go back to them. Just like go back to the one y'all had before when y'all had the guy that won the dunk contest. Who I don't even know. I don't even remember his name. Like whatever y'all doing. I don't even understand the, the, the culture behind the black and yellow. I don't even understand that. Like I, I do not understand that those are the most practice uniform I've ever seen. Them the Pro-Am uniforms too from NBA 2K. Them the Pro-Am uniforms. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, but I don't, I don't even have no analysis for the Jazz. Just they trash. Uh, Donovan Mitchell gonna be traded at some point uh, to the Knicks. Hold on, bro. You just said they hooping in Pro-Am uniforms. Bro. Yeah, for free. For free. They, for free. Might as well set them on Dumb up. Junk, y'all, them just look reversible. Y'all remember the East Bay magazine? You buy the jersey for your AAU team, the reversible joints. Them just are East Bay jerseys, bro. So give me the jazz for no other reason aside from, from trading Rudy Gobert and them uniforms. I do not need to see them on national TV ever again until they figure something out. I don't want to see them ever again. Clarkson, uh, who else over there? I don't even remember who over there. Mike Conley. Free Mike Conley, man. Free Mike Conley. Free get, him, Mike Conley. Get, get him out of there. Now that, <laughs> that we can agree about. Yes. <laughs> get him out of there. But yeah, you saw Jazz. I ain't going to say. Y'all go ahead. I ain't going to say about Jazz. Uh, I mean, sh- we talking about a team that's playing a pro-am, you know, pro-am uniform. So, I mean, it is what it is. Um, you know, is what what is D-Wade doing over there? Like, what what, what you doing, bro? You yeah, he was the, was he a GM a, owner or something? Recruiting. Um, what'd you say? Recruiting. <laughs> He, he do need to be doing something. <laughs> I like are they listening to him though? Because I'm pretty sure if they if D Way would have saw them uniforms, they'd be like, nah, hell no. Nah. But there's neither here or there. <laughs> Danny Ainge is becoming the new Jerry West uh in front offices. For those that don't know, Jerry West literally got anyone and everyone that he wanted to do, anything that when he wanted to make happen, he did make happen. Mm-hmm. Uh in the front office. I think we're seeing that in Danny Ainge as well. So Besides their uniforms, you know, the Jazz will compete for the number one seed and they may try to go after the kid in France. You know, I'm not going to even try to pronounce his name right now. Wimbanyama. <laughs> yeah, him. And he got, and he, you talking about a player that can do everything. Yeah. Uh, he, I'm, I'm, I'm selling. <laughs> I'm selling all season if I'm the Utah Jazz. Free Mike Conley for sure. But uh, they, if it's the team I don't have making the playoffs for sure, it's, it's the Jazz. Yeah, and there, there's going to be, um, a nice string attached to the teams that don't make it here um, for me. But I, I think when you talk about free Mike Conley, I mean, Cavs, you know. Yeah. 
Hey, that'll be beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come back to Ohio, man. Um, I, quickly, just I'll just say this, man, because we've said enough about this team. Yes, we don't want to see him on TV. Donovan Mitchell has proven time and time again he is not a number one option. Facts. Sorry, Donovan. Facts. Um, you're not that. Um, you're not. You're not the six one. Um, I don't know. Hall of Fame player that you think you may be, and I'm sorry, D Wade is pumping your head like that as well. Um, and so they're gonna figure this out the very hard way. Just going to figure it out without being in the playoffs um, this season, next season, and for at least a few more seasons after that. But Utah Jazz. For, here, let me say this real quick. The Utah Jazz didn't scare me even when they had Rudy Gobert Facts. and Donovan Mitchell. Facts. So now Rudy's gone. Donovan, I don't even know what he's doing, but gone. Gone with the win. I'm out. Facts. Speaking of Donovan Mitchell. I can't let you disrespect Donnie Mitchell like that, my boy. I, you got, you got to he's number two that. option. It's, it's not separate. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, you know, <laughs> is he Jalen? He's not Jason Tatum. He's not a Kevin Durant. Like these are number one options, Jimmy. But, but I think I think at the end of the day, if he goes to a good team where he can be a great number two, we could be looking at a Hall of Fame. Miami. So uh, if he goes, wow. which is my number one option for him, honestly. So you know what I'm saying? He'll put up still 25 points a game like he's doing. I think that's Hall of Fame numbers. So I, you got, you know, that's that's my boy. I used to call him the Trap Jazz. Officially now, <laughs> rest in peace to the Trap Jazz. <laughs> Them folks freeform trash. jazz now. <laughs> trash ass jerseys, man. Trash jazz. Them jerseys. That's the kind of new name. Trash jazz. Them jerseys are terrible. So off top of your head, where I think Donovan Mitchell going? I, I think he going to New York. I think New York going going push all they all they chips in for him. I say I said Miami, but I think New York want him, and he wants to be in New York. I I, I think it'll be Miami, but. Because New York, you, you got Jalen Brunson. You know what I'm saying? It's only one basketball, and you got everybody else, that's, especially R.J. Barrett, who's still trying to get paid, too. It's only one basketball. I don't think the fit there would be good. Next year, you're going to be talking about who you're going to be trying to trade. Mm. When you go to the Miami, you already know your spot. You know your position. You're going to Yeah, it, it'd be contingent upon who has the best trade package, to be honest. Um, and I know we'd be offering this, at least Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, um, they're in Utah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they, they can have it. Um, I just, I, I don't even think I want him on the team, fellas. I really for Miami. I really don't. Um, so I'd rather be in New York. And let me say this because I mean, we didn't want to talk about this, but yeah, reason why I don't want that is because I want to see who is Victor Oladipo now. Okay. Yeah. Um, he didn't okay, really okay. get back to us to like the end of the season, right? And that towards the end of the season. We let him play the first round. Yeah, he really put him on defensive <laughs> assignments, realistically, yeah, in the second round. So I would like to see what Victor we can really get um, right. before we get a Donovan Mitchell. That's why I'd rather take KD over Donovan Mitchell, not because of the all-starness and all that, but mm-hmm. realistically, Victor Victor plays better defense than Donovan Mitchell. I can tell you that right that's now. That's facts. Yeah, that's facts. Victor going to sit in that chair. Good point. Good point. All right. So this next team... Uh, that I got in again, no analysis. I just feel like it makes sense. <laughs> they're not letting LeBron miss two years in a row. They 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 not they not they not doing it. <laughs> they're not doing it. Uh, I'm. It ain't even about LeBron for me. Like I, I'm Anthony Davis. It like y'all know me. If you listen to me on anybody podcast, it's who guarding AD. I still believe that. I still believe that AD can be that dude. He is the ultimate second option for any NBA team. 
Not sure he could be a number one, but if he's number two, you getting his work. Um, I think AD coming back, he he was hurt again last year. Um, he has shown that he gets hurt a lot for no reason. I think part of it is um, is mental in terms of like the makeup of the team. Um, I actually believe that Russell Westbrook is going to be out of there at some point this season. Um, I think they're going to try to make it work, and it's probably not going to work again because Westbrook, I mean, they're trying to put him in the corner to shoot threes. I don't want him shooting beyond anybody's line. Like, I need you to be in the paint. If it ain't the paint, don't do it. <laughs> just, just, just don't do it. <laughs> so I think that Westbrook is going to be gone at some point. It might not be for Kyrie. It might just be to get somebody else. It's like a, a, a good third option uh, for the Lakers. But I think mainly with Anthony Davis, this is the year to to prove to everybody that you are still that dude, that you are a all-defensive uh, first, second team player, whichever one you want to pick. And then on offense, nobody can guard you. Like, literally, nobody can guard this man. I saw this man give uh, Jokic that work in the bubble. I saw this man, like, literally score 30, 40 points 20 rebounds he had like a 30 20 game i think at one point like the dude can do it it's just a matter of like just just do it bro so give me the lakers man they ain't let lebron out the year after playoffs two years in a row they ain't doing it i i, I refuse to believe it not in, not in adam silver's nba i refuse to believe it they said this is the teams that we got making the playoffs right mm-hmm. they didn't make it last year they didn't make it last year um <laughs> i like your point about la for sure um if Anthony Davis can be Anthony, and they said they were going to try to run the, the offense through him, which I can kind of believe at this point. Uh, Brian's still going to be Brian. Um, if Anthony Davis can stay healthy, he's going to be pretty good. But the team I got will be Portland. Um, I think you get a healthy Dame mm-hmm. Lillard coming back with a better, more rounded team around him. And you, you they're going to make some noise in the playoffs, or at least in the play-ins for sure. Um, Jeremy Grant, who's a team, who's a player that I've been raving for for the last couple of years, baller. He's gonna be in Portland now, and I think that it does make him a little better. And we saw the, you know, we're seeing Anthony Simmons rise, mm-hmm. and it's a, it's beautiful to watch. You know, as a basketball player, hundred million of them rising. <laughs> so it's, it's he's he's doing his thing for sure. They had a really good draft. So, um, and like I said, you get Dame Little just got paid, healthy, ready to prove something. I think you combine those things, you get you know the uh, Portland Trailblazers number eight, number seven seed, something like that. That's tough. Yeah. Man. That is, it is. Um, and so I, I will, I guess I'll pull the hair here without the hair. Um, is, I, I got the Lakers as well. Um, I think both teams from LA make it. Now, to your point that you made earlier, Savage, and you wrote on a division, I looked at this division as well earlier on. You got the Suns, Deep. Warriors, Clippers, Lakers, and Kings better. Uh, I was just about to say, the Kings are going to be a sleeper team for other people. Like, they're going to knock somebody out just because. Not saying in a playing scenario, but just, you know, we lost these games to the Kings and we're not supposed to lose to the Kings. They're not the same Kings anymore. Um, These are, they're better than the post Vladi, Chris Webber Kings, anyways. But LeBron, not in the playoffs. AD, um, not in the playoffs. I like the coaching uh, changes. Um, I think someone that's actually going to talk to Russell Westbrook. Um, <laughs> I just let him do what he wants to do. Um, also, I agree. Like, I don't want him shooting a three-point shot. I need him to stay in the volleyball line, so yes. to speak. Yes. Um, and so if it ain't in the volleyball lanes, brother, then don't you need to pass. Um, and then, you know, play some defense. Because um, you used to lead the league in steals mm-hmm. um, a time or two. So let, let's try to bring that back. But 
um, two teams. Well, actually, let me not, let me back up. There'll be three teams from the state of California, two teams uh, from LA mm -hmm. uh, specifically that will definitely be in the playoffs upcoming season. So, so with, with the Lakers, right, it's too many ifs. Did they get better <laughs> this offseason? I mean, did, 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 you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> they ain't nobody. <laughs> people, people keep talking about, oh, you need somebody to talk to Russ. You need somebody to do it with Russ. You're talking to somebody who loved the Oklahoma City Thunders, and yeah. Russell and KD were major parts of that. I've loved and seen Russell's game progress, but he's always been the same player. Yeah. Russ is going to rest regardless. He He's the alpha in the room. And that's nothing to him. You know what I'm saying? It's just you got some players who believe and they're, you know, that they're better than what they are. And like, this is no disrespect to Russell because he's done his thing, triple doubles. That's his mentality. He's going to go get it. You know what I'm saying? He's going to go get it. And that's one thing I love about Russ. But there's no talking to Russell Westbrook. You're not gonna tell Russell Westbrook, hey, go send in this corner and go shoot. Talk to him, he's talking back to your ass. Wow. You know or even in the bubble, he's still gonna talk. <laughs> and we were like, we were like ain't no crowd, bro. Who you talking to? Exactly. Come on, man. <laughs> but we saw, man, like I have seen this literally in my play in one of my favorite players growing up, which was Allen Iverson. He was in it, in my opinion, was stuck in his ways. And I'ma always feel some kind of way because he never played a home game in Memphis. Like I'm I, always I knew he was gonna bring that up. But that's Allen Iverson. That's <laughs> to me, the more, one of the more most influential basketball players to ever played a game. Thanks. But on the court, you got you got to kind of it, it's a, it's a sacrifice that some players uh, be like I'll make, and some be like oh, I won't. Russ is one of those players. I don't think I, I don't see him the Lakers being that much better. What is what does sacrifice for Russell Westbrook look like for y'all? What does that look like? Being a two being a two way playmaker, <laughs> and just being able to facilitate. Get Anthony, you know what I'm saying? If I see Anthony Davis in a spot, I'm gonna do my, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him the ball instead of trying to shoot. Instead of, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to be, do too much on the offense. Like just let it flow. But mm -hmm. now Russ gonna pull up for that mid range. He's gonna pull up for, he's gonna attack. He's gonna do his thing. That's, you, you can't, you, nah, man. Like every single time, like nah. <laughs> you gotta think more so. I love for Russ. If Russ can, if Russ can lead the league and assist this year, that would be ideal, cause I, cause cause what that means is that you getting lobs to AD, you getting lobs to Bron, you hitting your wide open shooters, you hitting Austin Reeves in the corner, and if Russ can do like if he can get like ten assists, like fifteen ish points, and you can get your rebounds, that's, that's, just do you get your rebounds. Here's the thing, Savage. He gonna get his ten assists because, like I said, that's him. Yeah. But if you're able to, like, okay, I'm gonna lead the lead. I'm gonna lead the NBA in assists. If you're going with that mentality, that means you're going with the mentality. That I, I'm gonna step back and uh, try to help others. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? If, if 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 Russ is trying to shoot more than AD, and we're saying games he shoot more than LeBron, those are issues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you mentioned sacrifice, the sacrifice has to be him having the ball less in his hands, right? Um, mm -hmm. You can leave the league in assists, but if you leave the league in turnovers too, then it's a wash if you ask me. Um, so to me, just, you know, less or more sets that involve him passing the ball a little bit sooner in the offense, um, if not on an off-ball situation, um, is more of a sacrifice that I need to see offensively. I think defensively he can make himself better. I think he was down on himself on defense because of how he may have done, played, was playing offensively. Um, which is a, a mental lapse. You, you can't, there's no rating about that. You just, all right, hey man, I just turned the ball over again. Damn, like I'm not going to mm. play defense hard, right? Yeah. And 
that's just a thing I, I could tell, I could see it in his head. It just got to him. And mm -hmm. it, it, that's less sacrificing for me means less of him having the ball in his hands, more hammer talked about, more of him cutting to the rim, stuff like that, where he does not have the ball as much. And it means sacrificing means LeBron is back to playing more of a point guard role um, for them. And I mean, see how that ended up going. Yeah, that, that honestly makes the most sense for, for the Lakers. It's let LeBron run point. Westbrook is your, your cutter, your slash or whatever. And then really run the offense through AD, do an inside out type of thing, where if they collapse on AD, kick it out to your shooters, knock down your shot. You wide open, you hit a wide open in, in warm-ups. Like, get shot down. So, and Russ, in a weird way, if I can see more of Dwayne Wade in Russell Westbrook's game next yeah. season, Russell Westbrook, yeah. the Lakers will be the better team. Like, yeah, the Russ can watch some some old film of the, Miami the Heat. Miami Heat with LeBron, yeah. What, just they did <laughs> what they did was special, but that's when Wade was like, "All right, Brown, do your thing." Mm -hmm. yeah. Russ got to do that. Yeah, that's fact. Russell actually uh, shot sixteen shots per game, which to me sounds like a lot. But I look at previous years at Washington; he shot nineteen shots a game. At Houston, twenty-two. Sixteen is still a lot for me. Like I. You can get you can get 12, <laughs> 12 to 14, roughly, because like and it also depends on where you're shooting them from, because he shot 16 shots, but like three of them were for three. I don't need to shoot no threes, to be honest. Like I you can give me you can get two and they got me from the corner. That's it. Don't shoot off the dribble, catch and shoot threes only, because you're you're probably gonna be wide open. Now, if you're wide open, I'm like cool, like hey man, you wide open, you gotta you got like it's Ben Simmons, like you wide open, but shoot it, like you gotta shoot it. But not this off the dribble shot creating this. Like, no, we need you to, if you're driven the ball, have a purpose. If you're going to, to drive, drive and kick, you know, whatever. Just figure out what you're doing when you're doing it, but don't do nothing stupid. That's the, that's the main thing. All right. Uh, my last team that I had that made the playoffs last year that's not making it this year. I don't know if y'all have this team. Um, I don't know. Y'all might. I don't know. Um, and it's fun because I praise this team for the trade they made for Rudy Gobert. But I feel like there is a high risk, high reward for the situation. It's not 2003. I don't know why you got Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns, two seven footers on the same team. Now, granted, they do different things. So you could probably kind of make it work. I just don't believe that Gobert is going to play on the, on, the, on the floor when it matters most. Now, they might accrue a lot of – another vocabulary word for y'all. Uh, they might accrue <laughs> a lot of regular season wins, but I think that's contingent upon the growth of Anthony Edwards, the growth of Jaden uh, – I think Jay McDaniels' his name. Um, they lost Pat Bell, who I think was important to what the culture and identity of that team was. Uh, they need a strong veteran with them. Cat, not a strong veteran. Ant-Man's in his what, third year, I believe. Uh, he still got some growing to do, but I just, I, I, I feel weird about it. I, I, I feel weird about how they're going to construct this team. And if it doesn't go well for them early on, I can see them being demoralized as a team. And I say that because this team gets demoralized in the game, like literally in the game, there is no I'll, Grizzlies fan. Y'all know that there is no reason why the Grizzlies should have won that series on several occasions. It was like at least four out of the five or six games they played where they were up by double digits and was kicking the Grizzlies' ass all game long, and then it just flipped. Like, it just, it just flipped. That lets me know that y'all have 
no dog in your heart. It's just not, it's just not there. It can get there. I like Ant-Man got it. Ant-Man got dog. <laughs> he got dog in him. Cat, his name is Cat. <laughs> Rudy Gobert, he don't play when it matters most. So I, I pick the Timberwolves. Again, they probably could make a seventh seed, but I think a lot of variables have to be perfect for that to happen. And I don't know if they have that strong veteran voice that's going to tell them, hey, man, stick stick, stick with it. That was Pat Bev last year. Pat Bev was the heartbeat of that team. He's now in – is he in Utah or is he he get cut? I don't even remember where he's at now. He can't, yeah, he's in Utah now. Pat Bev ain't going to last in Utah. Get free, free Pat nah, Bev. He's going to last in Utah. Cleveland? <laughs> Cle- Cleveland? <laughs> free Pat Bev because he ain't going to last in Utah. He, he, he black as hell. He ain't going to last in Utah. <laughs> he ain't going to last in Utah. <laughs> so, yeah, I got Timberwolves, man. I, I just I, – uh, I just – I don't know. I love Ant-Man. Y'all know I love Ant-Man. But Ant-Man, he needs some help. And I don't think Gobert was the, was the one to help him. It's funny because I think the complete opposite. I think that they went and got Rudy Gobert for a reason. I know it's not 2003, but you're looking at Carl Anthony Towns, who's the best shooting big in the NBA. And I think that this was a move for the Timberwolves to better utilize that. You know, if you honestly, if you put Rudy Gobert on that team last season, did we beat them? Did the Grizz beat them? That's a good question. Because you got a defensive presence, you know what I'm saying? You got the best defensive presence in the league. We're going to call Rudy Gobert what it is. We call call him what he want offensively. We can call him, you know, the the guy that gave everybody COVID. It is what it is (laughs) with him on that part. But when you talk about blocking down and locking down that paint, he's the best in the league to do it. So you combine him with this team, you you, you got the Twin Towers inside for one. For two, you know, we're going to see – uh, Anthony Edwards explode more. You know what I'm saying? I, I we expect him his points to rise. Um, D'Angelo Russell kind of had a, he kind of had an off season in my opinion. I think he'll he'll play a lot a little bit more better, or a little bit more confident, a little bit more um, consistent. You know what I'm saying? Consistent is key. I think we'll see more consistency from him. Um, so I I got them making the play, playoffs. For this team, I literally had to go. Are they better than Boom? Are they better than Boom? And this team from that came with a no. That team is the Never Nuggets. Y'all know. Y'all know. I am shocked and appalled, but I'll let you talk. Let them talk. Because y'all know I love me some Never Nuggets. Jokic is MVP for a reason. Back to back, like lethal weapon. Wait a minute. Exactly, exactly. But when you talk about Jamal Murray coming back, how is he going to come back? And for a Western Conference that's – Eight, nine, 10, 11 teams we, we can bring up right now that got better. Are you gonna have time for Jamal Murray to come adjust? When is when is when is Michael Porter Jr. gonna come back healthy? Which at this point it may we may get 40 games a season out of him. That's gonna be an issue. They traded with Barton. They got KCP, which you know would help with a little bit, but they, you traded Monte Morris, which I just said earlier in the podcast. That's gonna hurt. That's like the Grizzlies not having Ty Jones. That's gonna hurt, but thank God we got him back for sure. But when, like I said, I literally had to go, are you better than the Suns? No. Grizz, no. Warriors, no. Mavericks, no. Minnesota, I just play my case Minnesota, so no. Clippers, no. Pelicans, no. Portland, I just said they were going to make the playoffs. No. That's literally what I had to do for this Nuggets team. So, Ooh, hold on, my, I, ain't, I wasn't ready for that. I was not. I was not expecting different. <laughs> you I mean, had like 
research research suit is is, is a crazy too, bro. That's it, bro. It, so it, so crazy. speaking of research, do you know Jokic? Jokic is on and off numbers. When he plays, it's a problem. It's his plus minus got to be top ten for a reason. But I'm saying it's the other factors around Jokic that's going to determine if they make the play. And everybody literally, and we can we can name teams that got better. When you're talking about basketball, are, are they better than these teams? While Jamal, Jamal Murray's trying to get healthy. Like I said, is Michael Porter Jr. finally going to be healthy? You lost your consistency consistency balance with, with, with losing Morris. Like, all of these factors are going to be issues for the Nuggets. I love Jokic. Jokic is just that guy. Yeah. This two-time MVP for sure well-deserved, but the pieces around him that kind of got me looking at this Western Conference Man. like, nah. It's a, it's a log jam. It's a log jam for sure. I just oh, went picking Denver. That's, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah, it, it, it is because uh, to your point, so you got the Suns, Grizzlies, Warriors, Mavericks. We definitely are all scrapping the Jazz. Um, I'm not going to say anything about your, the Nuggets. Uh, Timberwolves and Pelicans that made it last season, and we're adding the Clippers for sure. Um, and you added the Blazers. So I, I definitely hear you. Um, every what man about has the Pelicans? Like the Pelicans can make the playoffs next season. Sheesh. Yeah, they, they were in the playoffs. They were in the playoffs last season mm-hmm. and gave the Suns some work. If you want to be honest, without yep. Zion, yeah. um, I think that was more or less. I had Brandon. him in. I had him in. Yeah. yeah. And I still got him in. Um, I got Brandon. Brandon Ingram will continue to to move up the ladder um, that he's been going. Um, but I'm actually going to side with Savage on this one. Um, I had the Timberwolves out. Um, and my reason for the Timberwolves being out is fourth quarter um, and coaching. In the fourth quarter, can I play both of these players at the same time in regards to my bigs? And if I can, then what am I sacrificing? Mm -hmm. Because at the other side of the ball, more than not, nine times out of 10, a team is going to go small ball uh, during the fourth quarter. And two seven-footers ain't small, right? Um, And yes, I'm not debating Rudy Gobert and his ability to block a shot. nor am I doubting Carlton Towns for hitting a three-pointer because he won a three-point contest. But essentially, can these legs get it done time in and time out, even with back-to-back games in the fourth quarter? And even when you watch the games, period, uh, even in the playoffs, these two players didn't really see the court during the fourth quarter in the crunch time moments. Mm. Um, and it, it was hurtful. The other part about the Timberwolves, to me, is their coaching. So the point that you brought up, Savage, is they were actually beating the Grizzlies on multiple occasions mm-hmm. and terrible coaching allowed them to see the playoffs out very much sooner than later. I saw the Grizzlies win the series regardless, but the coaching on the Timberwolves could have actually changed that whole dramatic and had the Grizzlies going home in the first round and not the Timberwolves. Um, and so I, I think the Timberwolves have one of the worst coaches, uh, which is going to de-escalate or you know, bring them down also as well out of the playoff contention. They barely made it in the playing scenario. They popped champagne and everything um, <laughs> after they won. And they're not going to get no champagne showers this upcoming season. Um, there's too many teams in, in California that won it. Um, I, the Nuggets, Jamal Murray or Michael Porter, lists or not, um, I get you with Monte Morris, but that man, Joker, man, um, they were terrible without him. As long as he's playing, as long as he's playing at least 65 games, I got to see him in the playoffs. Um, 
And so, again, I, I just think the Timberwolves, and again, it comes down to coaching for me as well. Um, that They're not going to make the playoffs. And you did all of that to get another seven-footer to not be in the they playoffs. They better make the playoffs, man. That's, that's, that's my thing. Because you trade five first-round picks, dude. Like, And my thing is it has to work immediately it has to like, they have to win like you have to be well have to win per se but you can at least get to a conference finals and if i don't know i don't know if y'all know timberwolves history they made it probably like what one time with kg, KG. and while it's Zerbiak and all them troy hudson mm-hmm. yeah. and it was they played the lakers and got, they got smacked like mm-hmm. y'all gotta make the conference uh conference uh finals and i don't know gold state's still here <laughs> uh, Memphis is here. Are you uh, they got to make it next season? Or are you saying they got to make it? Period. They got to make it within the next, I think, two to three. I years. think two. Yeah, I think two to three years. With a trade of that substantial amount, five first round. Yeah, you got to do something. Make it next which will mean years. they have to make it this season. But yeah. I think for me to even think about the Timberwolves, even from sorry, Savage, about cutting no, you, you off. Good, you good, you for good. me to for me to think about them any, any further, they'd have to eliminate their coach. I, I just that, yeah, that yeah, what I yeah. what I watched. <laughs> was complete trash. You were up 20 plus points and you decided not to call a timeout while another team was on runs. That is basic coaching right there. I don't yep. care. You're not Phil Jackson, bro. You're not. <laughs> um, and so I'm gonna leave it right there. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, they, and I feel like at some point, she did, if, if they struggle to start this season, you have to fire the coach because it's consistent with what happened in the playoffs. And I, I think they're gonna find that out really quickly. They're gonna be like, hey man, like, hey, this is, this ain't it. We got to find somebody else. And then when you do that, depending on who the coach is, I know when you make a coaching change midseason, it can it can inspire the team. But like I said, the Temples, they don't have any dog in them. I love Ant-Man, but I don't think Ant-Man ready to be a leader. I, I think he needs some seasoning. Because even the way that he talks sometimes, it's funny, but it's not conducive to leadership. You know what I'm saying? John Morant exudes that leadership when you hear him talking about, like, nah, man, he, he over hyping up, you know, Trip, uh, hyping up everybody else that, that's struggling. But like when you see Ant Man, Ant Man like he's saying some goofy shit in in his, in his press conference, which is great. But you gotta have some type of leadership. You, you're not getting it from the coach. You lost it with Pat Bev because Pat Bev was the consistency, and now you're relying on Ant Man. So I, I yeah. think I think we're underrating the the cat in this whole situation. I uh, think Cat is ready to be that leader. I, I think I think he is. I, you got you gave him a, a taste of, especially with everything that he he's gone through. You know, facts, saying, yeah, yeah, it's Luther's mom. Yeah, we, we've seen still his game progress into the best big man shooter in the game for sure. Somebody offensively who can get you that, like he's a good player. But I think, as far as leaders go, I think Cat is, is ready to do that. And I think that if he does do that, we'll be looking at a good team, you know, especially. The, sure, but you've got bucket getters offensively, balance like this is a real balanced team. So that, that's kind of why I got them still in the playoffs. Quick quick question to, to both of y'all. Uh, how many All-Stars will they have next year, Timberwolves? Uh, two. Who, and who would that be? Uh, Ant-Man and Cat. And, and, and okay. So no no Gobert? Okay. No, nah, nah, they don't need to be an All-Star just locked down the paint. We said two, three years, but this is a, this, that, that's kind of a core. It's mm-hmm. been, you know, that's kind of a core in, in a way. Like everybody's getting paid. Of course, you're gonna have to pay Ant Man when it comes time. But I think that's kind of a, a core you can kind of build around. You know, come bring in a coach that can make something happen. You know what I'm saying? D Russ ain't no bomb, but if you got to move him for a better, you know, what I'm saying better point guard or do do whatever you got to do with him. But I think I think you can make something happen with those three in the future. But you, you still got to worry about the Warriors. 
follow-up question. Do you think they make, if they struggle, do they trade cat? No, that's your, that's, that's your cornerstone piece. That, that's every, every, every team in the league is looking for a player that they can do what cat does. Uh, a, 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 a three point, a, a big that can make threes. Every team wants that. No, nah, you know. And I, and I think that's the point, right? First of all, I think there's only one player for the all-star and that's uh, Ant-Man. Second of all, I'm really high on trading players for high value. Mm-hmm. And I think if it's not working out, you didn't do all this for Rudy Gobert to come here to get traded again. Mm-hmm. You did all this for Ant at the end of the day. So Cat and maybe D'Lo combo mm-hmm. um, would have to go. Um, and you can get some high service area for that. But I, I uh, think I'm like Kevin Durant. <laughs> I mean, that's two big pieces, Brooklyn. If you're listening, I mean, go get it. Get, get, get D-Lo back. Uh, get Cat. I mean, <laughs> shoot. I didn't think I was going to come on this podcast and talk about trading Cat. What? I'm just I'm just saying, like, if it's if you're struggling, like, if you're struggling, you're not going to trade Gobert. If you're struggling, you're gonna say okay. The constant, the constant is cat, you know. So, and I don't, I don't know cat. I look up cat's contract. Who's who's number one on on the on the Timberwolves? Ant Man, easily, easily Ant Man. It has it has to be Ant Man. It has to be because like you didn't go get a rim protector for for not for for uh, car anything towns. You got that for Ant. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So cat, he's a free agent in 2024. So you can off him right now, get somebody two years of cat, and he he's five years, 158 million. That's low relative to the market right now for an all-star bid that they can shoot. You know what I'm saying? So you can get him yeah, for two. I'm gonna have these rumors going to trade. I'm cat. just I'm just saying. <laughs> just in the atmosphere, brother. I'm just putting it man. out in case they struggle because the Timberwolves, they started off, I think it was two years ago, they were winning a lot of games, and then they just they just nosedive immediately. That happened two years ago. I remember that because they kept tweeting about, oh, we haven't lost a game in like 17 days. And they lost like 25 in a row. It was something crazy like that. So the constant is Carl Anthony Towns. You ain't trading Ant-Man. We saw what he can do on offense. Lord have mercy in the playoffs. Now, Cat can shoot, but I can find somebody that can shoot. I mean, it might not be a big man, but if I, if I got Gobert and I got Ant-Man who can score out the wazoo, I'm just saying. It's, it's something to think about. It's something to think about, man. <laughs> I think I would be, but damn, <laughs> something to think about. Right, and, and you and and some team is going to buy that. Yep, because sure. it, it worked in, in in a way. You know what I'm saying? It, it worked. But and look, I'm, I'm, excited see, I'm excited to see the Timberwolves gel. But for any other team, like that's a crazy package. That's like, man, <laughs> D'Lo is a starting point guard, and you got Cat who can shoot. Just saying. Look, imagine imagine D'Lo and Cat with Ben Simmons. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> let me not start with this. <laughs> let me not start. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna end it right here uh with this with this last um I guess last top band and we can just you know get out of here after this. Kevin Durant, y'all. What's what, what's gonna happen with Kevin Durant? Because I mean I, I don't even I, two you started off. What's 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 up? Because he he talking to the, the the GM and the owner saying I still I want I want Nash and I want the the uh the GM gone, but you wanted Nash because Kyrie was cool with Nash, and I don't even know <laughs> what's 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 gonna happen. I don't know. 
it, it, it's becoming harder and harder to support Kevin Durant's off the season, off season moves, man. Yeah, that says a lot coming from two. That's what y'all know. Yeah. That says a lot. It, 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 it's coming a lot. But I think a lot of people don't understand that Kevin Kevin Durant don't have time to play with. This is a man that's going into year 14. And think about us growing up. You we talk about players that was in the league 14 years. They they're retiring. You know what I'm saying? But we are at a point now where 14, 15 year players are still hooping and putting up 30s against the Yumba. So it's a great thing to see. But I think when you talk about this Nets organization, he requested to be traded, right? But you got four years on your contract when you did it. So for one, if I'm the Nets, I'm not trading you. Excellent. But two, I'm not trading you to any of these teams that I got to compete with for the next four years as well. And if you think about his list, we got the Sixers who just randomly came out of nowhere. Boston, Toronto. Like what? Boston, <laughs> Toronto, Miami Heat. Those are great fits, all great fits for Kevin Durant. And if I'm the Nets organization who ain't, like you said, she ain't won a damn thing in a minute. I'm not trading my best player, the greatest score to ever play this game to another team that I got to go against. That's issue number one. But issue number two, with Kevin Durant, I don't, if he realized that, like I said, from top to bottom, this is one of the best rosters he's played with. Probably the best roster he played with outside the Golden State Warriors. But it's something going on. It's too many, you know what I'm saying? You, you signed Kyrie for a one-year thing. I think that really stunned them because the front office is showing them, Kyrie, we're not with your antics, and I get it. But that's Kevin Durant. You need to get him what he That's like saying, Michael Jordan, we finna get you Scottie Pippen for one more year. Nah, sign my mans. We're going to make it happen. COVID, is a, is, that's something that nobody's gone through before. You can't hold last season against Kyrie. That's my personal opinion. We'll talk more about that if we need to later. But you also bring in a Ben Simmons. Like, but is he going to play? Maybe. I hate to say it for... He, for he better play. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but... He's been saying Ben Simmons won't ever play again. I've, I've gone on record. I've gone on record and said that if Ben Simmons is not playing in game one, I'm looking at him differently. I've, I've said, and I'm Ben Simmons' number one fan. I, I'm looking at, if he's not playing game one, I'm like, all right, man. So, I, hey, <laughs> come on, so man. Tap, <laughs> and so if I'm Kevin Durant, I got my man's for one year who said he he, he, he going to dip anyway. He already said he's going to the Lakers regardless. Yep. So, I mean, it, it's Kevin Durant. And it's like, if I'm going to stay here, I want it to be my team. So with that That's being right. said, I did a little research like I always do. I think he's trying to get Rich Kleiman in that general manager position because Kevin Durant wants his own team. And if you look at Rich Kleiman, who's Kevin Durant's agent, that's his only client is Kevin Durant. So if I want my own team, I want everybody out this month. I was wrong about Nash. Dang, we do conspiracy to too. Conspiracy <laughs> This is my guy, Kevin Durant. And I see <laughs> All angles. I see everything from all angles. I defended Kevin Durant when he went to the Warriors. So I see it from all angles, but at this point, it's like I kind of can't defend him, but this is my, the information that I got to defend him and I'm presenting to the court. Y'all do whatever <laughs> y'all want with the information. I don't see Kevin Durant being traded because, like I said, he's not good. They're not trading him to the Eastern Conference. And for the West, are there any outside of the Memphis Grizzlies, really, are there any Western Conference that can happen. make this move down? So I'll 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 take a conspiracy hat from you, Subin, and put it this way. Um, I think that Kevin Durant's ransom, right, is he's asked to be traded more than once. It's been twice. He's, he keeps bringing it up. And so he doesn't want to play. A way out of his contract, retire. Take a year off, 
um, and then come back next season. Him retiring does not diminish who he is. He's still going to be a great scorer. People are still going to sign him up immediately after his retirement year. But if he doesn't get exactly what he wants, I, I think he does say, all right, cool. Y'all keep basketball this season. I'll be back. I've already sat out of season before and was still able to come back and be very healthy and very productive and was, you know, a big toe away from possibly, you know. If Kevin Durant sent out, oh, my God, that's going to be crazy. Y'all know what I went through having to go through two years without watching Kevin Durant? Y'all saw, y'all literally saw what I was going through without watching. <laughs> if I got to sit down and watch a healthy Kevin Durant on a bench, he tweeted earlier about his legacy and how his legacy is through his eyes. Nah, that's not how legacies go, bro. We call Mike the greatest because it's the stories around him, because the mm-hmm. people around him. We can't sit up here and call you one of the greats if you're healthy and you do some some bullshit like this. Yeah, he got to play, man. He got to play. From, like, he's coming from the biggest Kevin Durant fan out here, bro. If you're healthy and you got what you asked for, you got to play some basketball, though. You got to. But it's the, the question is, what of that he asked for does he really want now? Right, because he asked to be with Kyrie before he asked to be with Steve Nash, right? And now he's asked not to be with him. So Kevin Durant got to figure it out. Kevin Durant um, said information change. It will. Information <laughs> change. That's like a bad luck team in the NBA. I think it'll be the Brooklyn Nets, right? Like we saw even earlier when they got the Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett and Joe Johnson trade and Darren, Darren Williams. We thought, oh shit, this ain't gonna be good. And I then didn't. I didn't. Happened. I was like, hell no, you're trash. <laughs> so, it's like the franchise is kind of like, eh, like they were on, they were on the rise for sure. But mm. like, if it's Kevin Durant, if it's the top two player in the league, in my opinion, the best player in the league, you gotta accommodate the owner. I, uh, I can't remember his name. The owner, he's gonna have uh, to, si, Josiah, I think. Josiah, Josiah, Josiah. He's <laughs> gonna have to accommodate for Kevin Durant. So I, I don't see Steve Nash making it through the season for sure. Oh yeah, he gone. I think he gone. Yeah. Yeah, because Steve Nash is the coach that got swept with KD and Kyrie. But no one ever talks about that. No one. It is Steve Nash's fault. You have two great Hall of Fame players that will be inducted in the Hall of Fame immediately when they can. First ballot, yeah. And y'all, he got swept. Yeah, two home games. Two. He got swept by a rookie coach. Hey, that's my that's my favorite point guard of all time. I'm not saying nothing about that. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. I ain't gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna say about that, man. I, it's just tough, man, because like something has to give. Like either the GM has to has to yield, or Kevin Durant will have to bend the knee and and, and play uh and play ball this year. And it's just it's just really one big mess for Brooklyn. And I think Brooklyn, they have they have uh, little man syndrome because New York gonna like the Knicks, they're gonna sell out regardless. It's it's MSG, it's the Knicks. That's that's New York's team. Brooklyn, like, we gotta do something to bring these players, bring the, these fans here. Let's get Kevin Durant, let's get Paul Pierce, KG, let's get go get D let's go get Blake Griffin, let's just do random stuff. And it ends up biting them in the ass, like Tuke said, every single time. Um, I man, I I, it's like I like Kevin Durant has to play basketball, but I cannot see him playing in Brooklyn. Like it's just, and and I think he will, but I just it's gonna be such a big story because it's Ben Simmons gonna play. Are are Kevin Durant and Kyrie even cool? Like they were best friends prior to they were sitting on the sideline, 
you know, when, when Kevin Durant wasn't playing and shaking and doing yeah, stuff. And I now just, it's like, I don't not, see it. He's in, he's in what Switzerland with James Harden right now playing yeah. training. Like it's weird. It's so weird. And it's kind of, it's kind of uncomfortable to be honest. It's like, cause y'all were, y'all were literally best friends, like literally best friends. And now Kyrie, when, when Kyrie is saying that LeBron, you right. That's a red flag. <laughs> cause Kyrie was not trying to hear what LeBron was trying to say at all. Kyrie got to Boston immediately he left a championship contender that was going to be there every single year to do his own thing and now he's like you know what Brian, you're right i need to be back with Brian. that's a red flag for everybody so you got Kyrie, you got kd and you got ben and you got this owner that's doing crazy stuff and you got steve nash and the gm this is one big mess and i i might change my mind and say brooklyn not making the playoffs <laughs> Now that I'm talking to myself, like, it's yeah, on, it, on Kevin Durant being healthy. So, of course, if you're not playing, of course, they're not making the playoffs. But my thing yeah. is, I yeah. honestly feel like there was a trade that could have sent Kyrie for Russ. I honestly yeah. feel like that would have happened. But yeah. ain't no way in hell that you're going to have Russ and Kevin. KD ain't playing with Russ again. That ain't happening. <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> and if I'm the Nets, I'm like, but we need, we just traded, we, we going to play Russell. So it's like, I think that's a trade that would have happened, but the intangibles off the court stopped it from happening. So again, who are you gonna trade Kevin Durant to? <laughs> I don't even. I can't even name a package out there right now because if you're trading Kevin Durant to Boston, I got to get Jalen Brown. I got to get Jason Tatum. Oh, off the top. I, get, I, I, I got to. I, I got to have Marcus Smart. Like I'm sorry, that's about like no, this Kevin Durant dog. Like I, no, give me Marcus Smart. Give me uh whoever else on that team, the light skinned dude. Give me everybody but that one player that y'all want to keep. Cool. If I'm Phoenix, I gotta get Devin Booker. I got to. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, you, you getting Kevin Durant, bro? Like, <laughs> and, and and let's let's back up here. Whose fault is this? That this team, the Nets, is gonna need all this for Kevin Durant. Freaking it's Jazz. Utah Jazz. <laughs> the freaking the Utah Jazz. Trash Jazz. <laughs> Gave five Danny, first round picks. Danny A strikes again. Man. <laughs> Man. Strikes again. Man, I just so we we gonna we gonna keep tabs on Kevin Durant situation. We might have to do like a weekly report uh for for Kevin Durant because it literally changes every single week. Something new gonna happen. Like a couple of weeks ago, it was the, the, the uh, Jalen Brown trade and all that, and then Toronto Raptors pop up and just a lot of just random stuff. The season starts in a couple of weeks. Like we literally are about to get the schedule. I'm assuming this Friday. We already got the Christmas schedule out. We get to that a little bit uh next week. Uh, but Kevin Durant is going to be honestly a recurring thing on this show. So y'all just come prepared to talk about Kevin Durant as whatever demands he has <laughs> pops up uh, on uh, on our news feeds or whatever. So uh, thank y'all for tuning in. This is episode one of Three the Harder Way. Definitely a good time rapping with y'all. Uh, follow us on social media. I am at msavage901. Sheedy is at it's really Sheedy. And Tuka said at Tev Shakir. Um, I may or may not make a Twitter for this podcast. It depends on how I want to do it. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but uh, this podcast is actually on the previous uh, Savage Show slash IDK feed. So if you are already subscribed to that show, you already subscribed to Three the Hard Away. So you don't have to do oh, anything yeah. extra. The main thing, though, is that we are on YouTube. Uh, so you guys will have that video option as well as the audio option. So you can watch us. Uh, if you're chilling at the house or if you're at work and you're on the clock watching this, hey, do what you got to do, dog. <laughs> or if you're on audio, you want to listen to this while you driving to work or cooking food or doing whatever, you got that option as well, too. So we are flexible. We are versatile. This is what we do um, here at Three the Hardaway. 
And so we will check y'all in the next episode. Stay safe. Be blessed. Peace.